Welcome to the Small Biz Marketing Podcast. I'm your host, Jason. I share tips about Facebook advertising, YouTube marketing, general digital marketing, entrepreneurship, and more. Enjoy your stay. All right. I think we are live. Okay. Welcome to another session of Ask Me Anything Sunday. Um, basically, started last week. We decided to, I decided to change this uh, weekly AMA session from solely focusing on uh, Facebook advertising to also covering YouTube marketing at this point of time. So if you have any questions regarding Facebook advertising and YouTube marketing, in fact, not just these two, if you have, if you have anything, any questions regarding Facebook advertising, YouTube marketing, general digital marketing, or even you want to ask me about email marketing, uh, remember Andrew, my good friend, uh, he actually hosts a weekly AMA as well inside uh, the Facebook Ads Transformation Facebook group um, where he answers questions about email marketing. So Andrew is a master in email marketing. I definitely believe you should actually follow him for whatever he has got to offer. Now on my end, uh, we have been doing this for 80 weeks now. I just realized this is episode 80. And uh, for the past 80 weeks, we have answered hundreds of questions regarding Facebook advertising and uh, now YouTube marketing as well. So um, I've been advocating about omni-channel marketing or rather omni-channel advertising uh, because, um, I mean, I actually started teaching about YouTube advertising and uh, the next one we will be covering some other aspects as well, such as TikTok and stuff like that. I mean, the reason why we need to do that, I believe it is because of the audience behavior shift. You see, one thing that we have been talking about is what we call the platform fragmentation, whereby, I mean, uh, we have already passed the era where Facebook and Twitter, I mean, maybe like, you know, uh, Instagram were the only, only so-called uh, prominent social media, although they are now still the prominent ones, but I guess, uh, you know, the power are really shifting from one to another. Like we really see the rise of TikTok, um, as well as some other social networks or so-called platforms that does very specific things such as, um, you know, we have Discord from the um, Discord is really, really happening among the gamers and NFT world. And of course, now we talk about the, uh, the so-called technology change, such as what we call the blockchain is coming in place. And a lot of, um, you know, talks about NFT and stuff like that, Web3, right? When it comes to Web3, platform fragmentation is really a must that is going to happen no matter whether you like it or not. Which is Because the, the, the key topic about Web3 marketing or Web3 as a whole is about decentralization of the internet. You see, Web2.0 was really the power centered and uh, centralization um, and dominated by platforms like Facebook, Instagram, Google and stuff. But when it comes to this round, as in uh, what is going to happen uh, in what we are having right now is what we call the decentralization. So when it comes to decentralization, it's really important for us to start looking at how are we going to strategize our digital marketing moving forward. So I really urge you to start looking beyond Facebook advertising. You don't want to just look at Facebook advertising alone. You need to build, um, you know, a so-called uh, a network of presence. I mean, we all love to have omni-channel. But omni-channel isn't easy. It takes a lot of effort. It takes a lot of energy. It takes a lot of money if you want somebody else to do it for you. And uh, it may not necessarily yield you instant result as you wish. So it's really important for us to understand why are we doing this. That's why we talk about 
platform selection last week. But then again, in this era, I would say, I think it's very important for us to master a few platforms, like definitely Facebook advertising, uh, which is, um, you know, focusing on Facebook, Instagram, or even TikTok is a must. Now, these are social networks, right? So on top of that, we need to also look at what are the other platforms that you should own. Like we talk about, of course, you need to find ways to rank your website high because essentially when you run ads, a bunch of these, you know, audience would not take action on your advertisement. And in turn, they will start looking at, you know, like Googling you about what they have. I mean, try to find out more about you before they commit. So it's very important for you to have a presence when they are looking for you. I mean, that signifies a very strong intent, don't you think? So when they're looking for you, how do you present yourself is actually the next key to help you nurture your audience and capture your audience. So I think that's something that you have to start looking into. That's why uh, moving forward, um, I do uh, really advocate YouTube marketing because um, it's really the method that I use to uh, so-called position myself as an expert in a very, very short period of time. And uh, it really helped me um, you know, launch myself first into an international coach in Facebook advertising. At the same time, it saved my business. Until now, I think about 40% of my website traffic actually um, came from YouTube. And these are high, highly qualified audience. You know, these are the people who have watched my video. They know they like what I do. And when they come over, they are totally ready to buy and to really learn with me in the long run. So that's something you want to look into. So um, I've got some questions prepared about, um, you know, YouTube marketing as well as some some of you asked some questions on my YouTube channel about Facebook advertising. Now, here's how it works, right? If you have any questions at all, I would definitely um, hope if you can spend some time to go and find out some, I mean, go dig, dig, I mean, go and just browse my YouTube channel because at this point of time, as we are making this video, we have over 800 videos available. 800 videos available on YouTube. More than that, it's not easy. So we spend a lot of time building that and uh, if you have any questions regarding Facebook advertising and digital marketing, please go over to my YouTube channel and look for if there is any answer that I've actually prepared for you. If not, feel free to post your questions in any of the videos on my YouTube channel because that's how I will be able to capture your questions and I'll be answering them on my weekly Sunday AMA session over here like this on my YouTube channel. So let's do that, all right? So um, I'm gonna answer a few questions, but if you're watching me live, feel free to pop your questions, okay? Because essentially, this is the whole idea of live, right? This is not just me talking, but definitely I would love to have you uh, jumping uh, into the conversation, asking your questions, um, you know, responding to whatever I have got to say. We can actually discuss, we can actually debate because this is where I spend half an hour every week uh, we uh, with every one of you over there who is watching live or watching the replay um i'm hoping this will become something that can be very helpful to you uh in your digital marketing learning journey i mean we all know that learning digital marketing is a lonely and uh, long journey because it seems to be like so many things to learn and we can never finish learning that's the idea right that's why i'm also always learning from other people and uh, you know or learning myself, you know, uh, in, in terms of whatever the technology is moving and uh, the behavior is shifting. And I want to be with you in this journey as well. So, okay, I've got several questions lined up. Now, I have first question that I get was really uh, surrounding my YouTube, YouTube uh, channel, YouTube marketing questions, because 
I recently started um, taking clients for a one-on-one -on -one YouTube coaching program. If you want to build your YouTube channel and uh, launch it into your very powerful traffic generating machine for your business, uh, you, you want to talk to me. So all you need to do is uh, you can actually scan this QR code and uh, it will lead you to a form where you can apply to join my one-on-one -on -one YouTube coaching session. Now, no obligations. The moment you apply, we're going to have half an hour session understanding your need, what have you got to do, what is your business model, and if my framework is able to help you. If you do, then of course we can work together. If not, I would definitely promise you that within that, you know, probably half an hour discussion, I will give you some, I mean, suggestions that you can walk away and probably launch your YouTube channel in a more meaningful way. So let's back to the questions itself. So the question says, do I need to be a YouTuber to start YouTube ads? I see one of the strategy that we might use is in order to launch yourself quickly up, right? You want to run ads, but then again, before you run YouTube ads, okay the question here is do you need to be a youtuber now let's define youtuber in my opinion youtuber is somebody who actually leverage or depend on youtube to make a living like those people who have a very strong channel they make money around it you know uh, and uh, they are constantly probably full-time in generating content for their youtube channel that's a youtuber but in my opinion everybody can start a youtube channel and be a content creator everybody can start a youtube channel and start posting your own content like I have got two YouTube channels that have got more than a thousand subscribers. And I actually just started another YouTube channel yesterday, just yesterday as we are making this video. And it's totally something that is totally not related to whatever we are doing over here, Facebook advertising, YouTube marketing and digital marketing. My, my second channel was about gardening and the third channel was about another something else. So to me, it's very simple. YouTube is a place for you to express yourself. Oh, the reason why you want to express yourself is because you want to be seen and heard. You see, some people will say that, what if I have a very super niche that nobody will look for it? Now, trust me, no matter how niche it is, you just, very simple, just go to YouTube and find your niche, type in your keywords and see how many videos are there talking about something that you're passionate about. So when you see a good number of it, in my opinion, you know, like definitely any topic would have a good number. So that would give you some idea about how people are creating content surrounding the topic that you're passionate about. That would probably give you some confidence that you can actually launch something. Like the other day, we were just talking about, I mean, I was just working with my, one of my coaching clients. Uh, he's an optometrist expert. He actually wants to talk about a very specific topic about kids' eyesight problem. So he was saying, I'm not sure whether people will look for this or not. So we just quickly YouTube it. And it turns out they were like, you know, ten, tens of thousands of videos talking about it. And the highest ranking video has more than a few hundred thousand views. So that means what? That means your niche has an audience. Now, when somebody is watching a video up to that kind of number, that means when you come in, you have a chance. You see, when it comes to building a YouTube channel, a lot of people would say, ah, oh, there are so many people are doing it already. Why should I do that? Now, here's the thing. When there are people doing it, that means there is a market. And when it comes to YouTube marketing, you see, here's how it works, right? When a person are looking for an answer, let's say, for example, you come in and look for uh, how to actually choose Facebook ads objective. You might not see my video first. You probably will see some other people's video, but the more you watch the video, YouTube will start recommending other video that talks about similar topics. And one time, I mean, probably in a few videos down the road, you will discover my video. And that is a chance for me to be introduced to you. So that's how you can actually get connected with people who are passionate about your, pro your product or your services or your topics that you're talking about. 
in a very organic way. So don't worry because YouTube is not a race to the bottom kind of like game because when a person is ready to look for an answer on YouTube, they are okay to open and uh, to watch a lot more videos surrounding it and to watch it from different people. And just you need the connection and make them feel that you are the right person to work with. They will come on and follow you in your journey. So uh, this is a little bit of like di digress, but in order to start it, you don't need to be a YouTuber to start a YouTube channel. That's what I want to assure you. So if you're still on the fence, I would strongly recommend that you at least start doing something, posting some videos. Now you may say that, oh, I don't have time to produce those high quality videos. Now, do you know that you can actually post TikTok-like kind of content on your YouTube channel? It's called YouTube Shorts, okay? It's really rising in popularity and there are more and more people are doing it. So do it. Start. Whatever you're already posting on TikTok or Instagram, might as well also post it on your YouTube channel and start probably getting some views coming here and there. I mean, if you're not getting much views, I would say all the platforms are the same. But one thing good about YouTube here is if you have content over there on YouTube, it actually appears on Google search if it's relevant enough. So that's something that you can consider. All right. So yes, the answer is you don't need to be a YouTuber to start YouTube ads. In fact, if you are not even having a YouTube channel, you can actually start YouTube ads. But I would say since you're running ads, might as well, you start a YouTube channel, post some of your existing content that you already have on your Facebook page or your Instagram account, put it in and start running ads the way you want it. Okay. So that's the first question. Now, the next one here is uh, somebody was asking how to start a YouTube channel, right? Now, this is a very, very powerful question. So um, I actually started a YouTube channel just yesterday as we are actually doing this video. And um, compared to my first time starting a YouTube channel, I mean, I actually started this channel, which is the Jason Gunn channel uh, in, um, I'm not sure whether 2016 or 2018, but it was totally dormant for a while. Until 2020, I, that was the time where I started putting on a lot more content in a more strategic way that's how we can actually achieve you know 800 over videos in two years time now when it comes to starting a youtube channel i did what i did back then is not really the same as how i do it right now so back then i was just really knowing what is my niche and i'll just start posting content regardless i don't care i was not really looking for optimization because for that part i have a lot of ways to create content in a very speedy way like what we are doing right now you know this will be repurposed into multiple videos as of this 30 minutes um one-on-one -on -one, i'm sorry q a so what i want is i want to really create a lot of content to really uh you know build an army of content to get myself connected to the people who are looking for me so that's one strategy but now if you want to start a youtube channel right now based on what i've learned it's already i'm starting my third channel right now so what i'll do here is i think the first thing first you need to do research okay like i say I mean, it's definitely whatever you love talking about or you love doing video about, there must be an audience ready for you. But you want to go in and see how other people are doing it. Okay, look for the channel that are already doing quite well and you know see how they are creating their content. And even to look at those channels that are not working to see how they are creating their content. So we learn from the good and bad. So that's the first thing. Now, the second thing is, uh, I would say you just have to start without thinking too much about whether your content is perfect or not. You see, you can never reach perfection. One thing I want to highlight here is I never care about the quality of the content. All I need is I just need to have a content because if you are really talking about something valuable, regardless your video is like 720 or 480 or 1080, it doesn't really matter. All people want is to hear from you and the idea behind it. So you just got to start. And second thing is 
you don't want to start with a lot of pre-built content. I mean, this is a bit counterintuitive. A lot of people would say that let's build some content first before we launch it. Now, it's good to have a, a batch, like for example, maybe like 10 videos ready if, if, when you launch it because you want to create a consistency. When you want to posting on YouTube, you've got to make sure that you are consistent else YouTube would not rank you, right? So if you want to do like a weekly posting schedule, then so be it, do weekly. But you need to be consistent because that's how YouTube pick up the signal to determine whether your channel is active or not. You don't need to really post daily like what we do now. Weekly is fine. But then again, you need to build the momentum a little bit. So yeah. But of course, we have some other strategy that we will do like, you know, 10 videos. Uh, we will launch that, but we will actually segregate the, the really like the public time. But along the way, we are using them to do some like probably the backend advertising to gather some con like views and uh, even, uh, you know, to really build an army with that to start getting, you know, high quality audiences coming in before we even launch the video to the public but then that's a more um you know high level kind of strategy but then again uh starting a channel is because i've heard somebody who wanted to build a you know like 50 videos or 100 videos before they launch it because they say that i don't have that kind of consistency now i started my channel with just one or two videos back then and even for the channel that i started yesterday we only had about four videos fine start because you would never know you know what when i first started my first channel in 2020 when i first started getting you know actively posting i mean those early content ideas were not be being you know well re i mean received by the audience it was not really working so a lot of times you need to learn by doing it so don't spend too much time uh, creating a lot of content that you know i'm i'm hoping that you will work but what if it doesn't then you have like 50 videos sitting there waiting to be posted. But you know, after you post about five, 10 videos, it's not really working. And you'll be like, ah, I spent so much time and effort doing that. So yeah. So I would say this is how I've been looking at it. And of course, if you want to go a step further, I would say have an offer if you can. But if you can't offer it right now, have an offer in mind. And the second thing is, you know, you need to really have a framework to route your audience, to get them to talk to you when they see your video. Now, that, that's why there are many ways. Either you want to route them to a website if you have it, or you want to actually route them to your, you know, like whether your Facebook page or Instagram. So the strategy is really, how do you actually balance between, you know, social media and uh, YouTube to really kind of like balance uh, the communication. So both things works together. It would actually get you a very powerful connection. Like my second channel, my front end is YouTube. I'm actually getting about 20,000 views per month right now. It's actually growing quite well, but you know, how I communicate with them, you know, YouTube is not a place to communicate. So I route them to Instagram. So I'm actually getting a lot of uh, client feedbacks. I mean, not clients, they are just viewers and my followers. Um, they come back and feedback with me, whatever they learn from my videos and all that. It's really building a very good interaction or kind of like two-way communication because this is how you should nurture. Even you don't have an offer yet, uh, you can actually start doing this nurturing by building trust. But if you already have an offer, then that's even better. So you actually should do that. Okay, so that's how you should start your YouTube channel, right? Um, eventually, if you need help, right? Uh, remember, we have this YouTube Jumpstart coaching program where I work with individuals or brands one-on-one -on -one basis, where we will work together for like four to six weeks time to build your YouTube channel and to take it to the next level. Even if you have an existing one, what we're gonna do is we're gonna come in and audit what you have done and uh, we probably will draw a new strategy and uh, we're gonna implement it together. That's how we do it in the one-on-one. So, I like it one-on-one. -on -one. Why? Because, um, I mean, I've done this in a group coaching format. I find I don't find it as effective because not everybody are comfortable speaking up in the group. 
discussion. So I was thinking, you know, it's good if we can actually have one-on-one -on -one and prove it's proven correct that, you know, my audience or my coaching clients are more comfortable doing it that way. But nonetheless, if you really want to build this, right, scan this and, uh, you know, like have a one-on-one one -on -one session with me for like probably half an hour, um, we're going to discuss whether I'll, is my framework able to help you? If not, at least I will answer you some questions and uh, I will give you some idea about how you can actually start your own channel in your own way. So yeah, scan on this QR code and, uh, you know, apply for the Jumpstart Coaching Program. Okay, now the next question I have about my YouTube marketing side is um, somebody was asking, can YouTube marketing work for e-commerce business? The answer is absolute yes. Now, whether you are actually having your e-commerce store or you have you are doing some e-commerce affiliate marketing kind of stuff, both are powerful actually if you have a YouTube channel or YouTube marketing done right. So here's how it works, right? Let's talk about the first scenario. If you have your own brand, your own products, if you have your own e-commerce store, now, um, you have to remember when you run ads, okay, and introduce people to your product or services, driving people to your website, or even if you're selling on Marketplace, driving people to Shopee, driving people to everywhere else. Well, before, especially if you're selling something higher ticket, right, before they commit and decide to buy from you, what they will do, they would actually Google the product. I mean, especially if you're, let's say, for example, you are buying a, you know, like a gimbal, for example, all right? Um, if you're buying a gimbal, before I decide, let, let's say if I see the ad, you know, you actually put yourself, uh, you have a website, you run some Google ads or whatnot, right? When I see your ad, I come over or you run Facebook ads. I come over and look at your product. I kind of like it. But then again, right, uh, eventually when I Google for some information about how to use the gimbal, what do you think if I am the, the, the video that I watch is really coming from you and say, oh, okay, this is the guy that I actually saw. I mean, even if you're not, the first brand that they saw or the first website that they saw because you have a video talking about a product and you say that, oh, you know, we have it in our website. You can actually buy and, uh, you know, we offer some consultation and teach you how to use it right and all that. Do you think you're able to capture this audience and sell um, instead of they buy from someone else? Do you, do you think you have a higher chance to really get them to buy from you instead of someone else? So that's how, the, you know, the power of this. So it's really powerful. So all you need to do is you start doing a lot of content. In fact, um, I, I believe you're selling a gimbal. There are so many content you can create. So I would say, seriously, start looking at it. It's really powerful if you do it right. Now, if you're doing affiliate marketing, the other day I was just talking to a client, a coaching client. You know, what they are doing here is they're doing affiliate marketing. You know, um, what they do is they build a huge fan base on their Facebook page. And uh, what they do now is they are posting daily, hoping people will see it and click on the affiliate link so that they can make money out of it. But you know, the problem about Facebook is this, you know, the click-through rate or even the, I'm not talking about the click-through rate, the organic reach is pathetic right now. So even you have a few hundred thousand fan base on your Facebook page, you're only reaching a fraction of them. And how many percent of them will click on the link and how much money can you make from it? So it's pathetic because that's how Facebook is working right now. But if you imagine if you create a content, let's say, let's take Gimbal for example. If you do a good video about a specific product or a specific brand of the gimbal, you know, you create some content about it, right? And then after that, you post it on YouTube. This gimbal or this model of gimbal can at least last for a year or two. I would say at least a year or two, all right? So within this a year or two, whoever who watched this video, you tell them, that, oh, we have a link to buy. When they click, you know, you are earning from the affiliate. So which one is more powerful? Posting it on Facebook, which probably will last for a day or two, but posting it on YouTube, which it will actually keep growing and growing. Who knows, you might hit a few hundred thousand views. 
you start making money from the ads. At the same time, you start making money from the affiliate. You continue to make money from your affiliate link. And what if you stop working with this brand? I mean, just bloody change a new brand, isn't it? Bloody change, uh, let's say you have a follow-up one. You can actually, there are a lot of strategies if you are actually moving from one version or one model of a product to another version of a product. It's actually very powerful. So that's really something that I want to highlight to you. I mean, I, I work with affiliate uh, uh, you know, platform before on uh, building a YouTube channel that works for them. It's powerful. Trust me. You know, stop looking at only Facebook or Twitter or Instagram to help you grow your affiliate business. Do YouTube. It's going to be totally different. Okay? So like I said, if you want to like really do this, I mean, just apply for the Jumpstart Coaching Program, the YouTube Jumpstart Coaching Program, and let's have a discussion. Well, we can actually discuss about a strategy, about the possibilities, because the more I'm able to understand your business model, the more I'm able to give you some tailored uh, so-called, um, you know, like opinion or suggestions to really go about on building your channel that can actually bring you really powerful traffic and revenue. So yeah, click on this and scan. Regardless, you take out the coaching program or not, let's have a discussion. All right. So I think that's pretty much it that I have on the YouTube side. I want to quickly go through some questions that I get uh, on my YouTube channel about Facebook advertising. Now, Ng Min Chen is asking, the ad performance example like comment and all that was shown in the Facebook post also. Now, uh, this is a very good question. Here's the thing, when you're running ads on Facebook, there are many ways, okay? In fact, there are two ways. Um, one way is you create a completely new post for the advertisement purpose, which is what we call the dark post. Now in this situation, in this scenario, that particular advertisement or so-called the dark post will not be published on your Facebook page, all right? Will not be published on your Facebook page. However, you can choose to publish it onto your Facebook page by doing a workaround at the back end. Now, you can actually go to my YouTube channel and search for posting Facebook ad to Facebook page. There is a video that I talk, walk you through on how to do that and it's still working up to today. So that's something that you can do. So if you post an ad into your Facebook page, so basically they are actually the same post, all right? So whatever view or like or comment that you're getting on the advertisement itself will be shown on the post. They're actually the same post that you have published on your Facebook page. So that's how it works. Now, the other way around is you can actually run ads on Facebook, creating a Facebook ads using an existing post. All right. So when you're using an existing post means we are selecting from a post that you have already published on your Facebook page and turn it into an advertisement. So when this happened, okay, basically, we are using the post to run ads. So all the comments and likes that we are getting from running the ad will also be seen on the page as well, saying that, wow, this page, uh, I mean, this post has got a lot of likes and comments and all that. It's awesome. So it works that way. Okay? So yeah, either way it works. So it depends on how you want to do it. But nonetheless, you need to understand the implication. All right? So Ng, thanks for the question. Now, the next question I have is actually from Lil Pax. So he is actually posting on my video talking about what is Facebook Marketing Partner Program, uh, what are the benefits and stuff like that. I actually did a video about that <clears throat> because um, we are actually a, now they call it a meta business partner, which is um, as a business partner, we need to actually qualify as, I mean, there are two tiers now, it used to be three. Now two tiers, uh, the first tier is if you actually spend more than $5,000 in the last six months, you are eligible to apply. However, I am told that this program is not available in every country in the world. In fact, they just launched in Malaysia about, I think, about three years ago. 
uh, and that's when we got into the program. And uh, I think they actually launched in Iraq just about a year plus before, I mean, ago. So uh, as we are making this video, of course. Um, so when they are new in your country, it might take some time for them to kind of like talk to you and offer you this. But nonetheless, you can actually go and Google, you know, face a meta marketing partner right now. Uh, used to be Facebook marketing partner. And they, they should land you to a page where you can apply. So applying is the only thing that you can do right now. So once you apply, they will actually scan you through. And when you're eligible, they will invite you to join a program. So Leopax is asking, you have doubt about a partner, I would say, right? Uh, I'm not sure about what panel, but I'm assuming that you're, you're posting on a partner program. You're talk, talking about a partner. Could you help me to solve them? I'm not sure about your problem. But nonetheless, if you're talking about you are not able to get into the partner program, uh, that's not something that I can help you with. In fact, I try to help my you know, my client from Iraq, uh, we couldn't actually get a workaround. So you still have to find your way to kind of apply because everything for this part of the thing, um, everything has got a procedure. So you just have to go through that. Okay, Leopex, thanks for the question. Now, the third one that I get here is, um, well, um, this is somebody actually posted on my, you know, my Facebook page as a, as a, as a message. So um, he or she is asking, um, you want to know how long May Facebook catalog take to update when you add an edit an item on Shopee? Um, depends. In most of the time when we are building a catalog, usually we go by instant uh, synchronization. But uh, it depends. We may, when I say instant, it may not be that instant because it's about how often uh, Facebook will send the bot over to crawl on uh, Shopee's database to you know get the latest updated things over. So I would say uh, give it safely about 24 hours. I think that should be sufficient uh, because based on our past experience, whenever we edit a product on our, I think it actually happened within a few hours time. But let's give and take maybe 24 hours. If not, then uh, you probably want to check with them about you know if there's any error in looking into your panel, if there's any error happening in your catalog synchronization. But I think if you're talking about Shopee, that's CPASS, right? You won't be able to do anything. Yeah, it's all Shopee. So it should be quite instant, especially for platforms like Shopee, Lazada. They have uh, some priority kind of access to certain things, I believe. So yeah, so that's how things can be done on the end. So uh, usually it's instant or within a few hours, but give and take 24 hours. Uh, like I said, Shopee should have some, you know, some priority treatment on this part. Okay, so okay, that's all the questions that I have. Um, basically, that's how we do it, right? Every single week, every week on uh, Sunday, I will actually go live over here on my YouTube channel, mainly on the YouTube channel right now, as well as my Facebook page uh, to answer some questions you have about Facebook advertising and YouTube marketing. Now that we actually kind of expanded, it's not just Facebook advertising, we also talk about YouTube marketing, but nonetheless, anything about digital marketing, you can raise your questions and I'm happy to answer them, but don't expect me to reply to your comment. All right, because like as you can see, a lot of things can't be explained via words. Right? I mean, so I would prefer to talk to you like this. So I mean, nonetheless, join me every Sunday night. That's where we, that's where we can actually chat and uh, you know you can actually put in your comment and all that. We can actually have some discussion. But yeah, so that's pretty much it. Um, oh, we have a question coming from uh, somebody here. I think it's actually Jasmine. Facebook ad lead generation ads. A lot of fake leads. How to avoid? I mean, when, I, when you say fake leads means non-qualified leads or when you call them, they say, oh, I did not fill up this. 
or I actually kind of like I pressed wrongly or I actually did not do this. Uh, how do you get my phone number? I'll sue you, right? So yeah, I mean, how can we avoid this kind of situation from happening? First thing first, I would say it's impossible to avoid 100%. Uh, but then again, we can actually try to reduce uh, the so-called the, the possibility of this. But nonetheless, when we are running ads, I want to put this up front. Usually, 80% of the leads are not ready. 20% of the leads are, you know, qualified and nurturable. Usually it's that kind of ratio. But nonetheless, for those even not ready, we want to make sure that they are the right people, even if they are not ready. So how to avoid leads, fake leads? I think the first thing we will do here is we increase the complexity of the lead form. Meaning that instead of just ask phone number, email address and something, ask for more questions to qualify them. Like the other day, one of my coaching clients actually created a lead form with uh, like what? Um, I don't know. Uh, 20, oh wait, 10 questions, insane, <laughs> 10 questions. It's very interesting. So that's how I do it. So that's, that's what he did and it's quite interesting. But I would say maybe not 10, just create another like two to three questions to qualify them because that will stop those people who are not genuine from uh, you know, going through. So you can ask some further questions like what's your budget? You know, what's your preference on certain things and stuff like that, that should work. And on top of that, maybe working on your audience targeting a little bit, uh, you know, like on a, I mean, basically an ad works on three angles, right? What makes a good Facebook ads is always about how can we actually send the right message to the right people to get them to take the right action. So since you choose objective, that one is out, you got to work on your creative, make sure that you really deliver the message about what you want them to do and what is it all about to filter out those who are not ready for what you have got to offer. And uh, the audience would be the last part because usually I would believe your audience targeting is the right one. So yeah, so that's what I would do. All right, thanks for the question, Jasmine. Okay, so I think that's it. Thanks for joining me in this session. And uh, if you're watching the replay or listening to the replay as a podcast, uh, thank you so much for listening up to now. I'll see you next week. Thanks, take care, bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Small Biz Marketing Podcast. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe and share this to anyone of your friends that might find this useful. Thank you for listening once again and I'll see you around.